said he's just a friend. Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new edition of Getting Color right here on TheBigVitoBrand.com, and it's on Twitch. It'll be on Anchor. I am Virtue, being joined by the man himself, the man with the gold, WCW Hardcore Champion, Tag Team Champion, and numerous other championships across the world, Big Vito LaGrasso. What's up? It's the B-I-G-V from the L-O-G coming to you live, baby, live on Valentine's Day after a day at Disney where I took my bride, even though she doesn't want to be from the 813. That's Tampa for all you people who don't know. I mean, you know, I gave her a little something, something, you know what I mean? She had wine. She had flowers. She had everything she could want. She had breakfast. She had dinner. She had lunch. We even got some, you know, Big Vito actually had a piece of fudge today for the first time Ooh. in four months. What flavor? Just chocolate? It was cookies and cream. Nice. If, if they would have said, Vito, here's another five of them, I would hate them. What, what Disney were you at today? Epcot? Uh, we were at Magic Kingdom today. That's like our favorite park. It's my favorite park. I like to go there. It wasn't that crowded. Everything was cool. Um, it was a nice Valentine's Day. It started raining, but it didn't put a damper on the afternoon. You know, we rode some rides. We got to walk around, did a little shopping. But all in all, it was a good day. Plus, I got the GTL, gym, tan, laundry, and you know how big I am on that. The diet is going good in the hood. Everything is looking lean and mean, and uh, it's just a working process, people. I, I'm very happy for where I'm at because I'm starting to see some good results the last week and a half. And um, my Now we just got to get you signed. Now we got to get signed. But my, but the pictures from Disney, I look very thin. So I'm very lean right now. Very lean. So it's all good. All right, Dave, why don't you take us through today's topics? I know yeah. you got some great topics, you know, and um, it's all you. Let's start with this. Hot off the press tonight. Uh, NXT was doing their takeover vengeance day. I don't know what the results are, but I do know Eli Drake who used to be in TNA on Impact uh, in uh, NWA. He is now signed at 37, 38 years old 38, 38. to WWE and NXT. I like him. Uh, he's got that – I know he's a fan of the old school. He admires guys like the old school guys. What's your take on Eli Drake? I think it's awesome that he's given an opportunity to get to the big stage. He didn't have to wait until he's 40. But um, – you know, it reminds me of Bobby Roode, you know, like he had the success and he got signed late. Then, you know, he'll probably have a little bit of like a little bit of a push. I don't see him being a major player. I just see him as another piece to the cob, to the machine. He definitely doesn't have a elite status. I put him in the B and C league, you know, so I see I see him being that caliber wrestler. Yeah, he's good. He did that whole dummy yeah thing over on Impact, but he's got a really good voice. Um, he's good on the mic, and he's a pretty good old school type ground and pound worker, like psychology. So I hope somebody like him can, you know, they got Killer crossed on in NXT. I'd like to see more people like that. Uh, and who's the other guy in NXT that I like? Um, he used to be, he's got like the Dexter gimmick. Um, 
But yeah, he used to be an impact as well. Very, very good old school psychology, Vito. But you know what the problem is? The problem is, and this is for all you wrestling fans who watch it, right? When you see these guys come into NXT and they're serious and they're allowed to be themselves, they don't like that on Raw and SmackDown because not everybody can wrestle that tight. But when you're at the NXT level, everybody's hungry. They're willing to fight. They're willing to knock heads. They're willing to go the extra mile. But once you get up to Raw and SmackDown, they don't want that. They want to be light. They want to be careful. Everybody's worried about their push, their politics. And it's just not wrestling no more. But I hope Eli makes it. I hope he has a great run. We always wish people the best of luck when they get signed. You know, so it's an all good thing. Go ahead, David. So we'll move on. I, I, um, I, Ricochet's girlfriend, if they're still dating, Casey Catanzaro. I, I, right. It's a really crazy last name. But not too long ago, she was caught on video out in public at a gathering without a mask. Then she tried to revert quickly to do the, you know, to make like the more you know, like NBC, and did a video like wear your mask in public. Vito, do you know more about this than I do? Did she actually have COVID? And you know how you're not supposed to – WWE doesn't want anybody to mention anything. Uh, what kind of hot water is she in? David, she is in hot water because she had a retracted statement. They made a takedown of Twitter, right? And WWE passed it along. We don't want no talent – to reveal that they have been involved in any COVID-19 action. Hard to say, it's your life, it's your business. You want to tell people you have COVID because just in case these fans want to get near you, how do they know they're getting near somebody who's not sick or didn't have COVID? And God forbid you catch COVID and you know where you went, how you got there, what you did. And if that's the only person you were in contact with, you know you got it from that person. You know, I think it sucks that the WWE control tries to control every aspect of your life they want to control you know they want to control your your relationships they want to control whether you uh how you graduate to raw and smackdown they don't let you be you it's very tight and it's very you know hands-on to where they don't want you to become bigger than the company and I think that's what's holding them back at the WWE from creating the future stars of tomorrow. We haven't had a – we don't have the next star of the business. Roman Reigns, it took him five, six years to make it to this point. Five, six years after they pushed him in NXT and they tried to push him on the major thing. But being that everybody has retired and everybody has left, that's all they got. And they put him with Paul Heyman to give him the extra push. Dude, Robbie and I just did for your channel our Virtue and Vice video where it's if he was in control of WWE and I was in control of WCW. But today, and we were about to go head-to-head Monday nights, and he did a roster of like main eventers with a booker and a writer, and so did I. Everybody should go check that out because – we, we had to go to the well on a lot of the picks because we want ne- name recognition and established stars. So that's right, to now, your, to your here's point. A question. Here's a question. Did I make either one of your lists? No, because you're behind the scenes. You're, 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 you're going to be, you're going to be with me, co-captain of the ship, but we're not going to, you'll be working with Vinnie Rue. I'll give a spoiler alert. Vinnie, Vince Russo 
made my team as the booker and the writer, you're by default, you're going to be working with him. So I got you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How did I not make it as talent? Do you know I, I ran, I, I'm not making it as talent and you work for Dude. me. That kind of sucks. What is the politics in this thing? That's a, yeah. You call me out on it. That's, but then again, I don't want to. Everybody has to listen and watch that video. It's going to be on the big video brand. Right, now, here's the thing. I actually I was at the gym today doing my cardio, and I you know I scroll and I watch Mets news. I do stuff. Now, I came across the best five hardcore champions of all time in WCW. Sure shit, I'm in the top five, right? I won't argue so, that. All right, so I'm in the top five as the greatest hardcore champions. You in beat WWE Terry Funk. History. I beat Terry Funk. And here I am on Robbie and Vice, right? And and you guys work for me. And I didn't even crack the top fucking 50 of being on your roster. That's fucked Dude, up, yo. But we're not done yet, though. They, like, oh, uh, so you're going to so add me later? Oh, my God. Oh, boy. You're a value. You're a value pick, Vito. You're a value pick. That's that's terrible. I've been killing myself in the gym. I'm I'm in shape. I'm looking good. You know what? And peep, we went to Disney today, right? And we're taking a picture behind the castle because my lovely wife got to stand up on her own two feet today. She had her crutches. It was a great accomplishment for her. She hasn't stood in Disney in a long time, right? And as soon as we're taking a picture, fans came up to us. Hey, can we take a picture with you? We watch you on, you know. We're like, yeah, so I'm posing, doing stuff. And as soon as I got off that pick, some guy's wife came up to me. Are you? I said, yes, I am, ma'am. And the guy goes, yeah, I'm a softballer too. Um, thank, thank you for being – I says, bro, thank you for being a fan. And is, won't you know that it's every time a guy sees somebody who's their idol or the Mickey Mantle of their life, they always send the wife over, which is pretty cool. What ride was this on? What, what, where were you? What no, were you this, doing? This was on Main Street in Disney. On Main Street, this is happening. I, I just it, thought maybe it was like around it's a small world or something like that. No, no, no. We went to the okay. small world. We did a couple things, and then we a couple people, you know, hey, Vito, what's going on? I'm a big fan. So it was pretty cool. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, when you look the same as 20 years ago plus, and people recognize you, it's awesome. And you thank them. And I'm most, you know, a lot of gratitude to the fans out there. And just being in the top five of the greatest hardcore champions, you know, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Cool. Cool beans, dude. So, and you got to, I'd like to see some of that. I got to hang with you down in Disney one of these times after the pandemic's over. And I want to see, I bet you, I probably have to keep my distance from you because people are just flocking around you. But now, uh, you know what it is? You're not going to make it on no DQ salary. So you're going to have to find other avenues. Maybe we could work something out with the big veto. Well, hey, luckily I got my shoot job. So yeah, I'll be able to, I'd be able to handle it. All right, let's move on. Dude, this topic, this, this is topic. a broken record. Go ahead. Because this happens. It's, it's a picking and choosing thing. Now I've seen some rumors on the internet the past week, Terry Funk sent some, extreme pain with his hip right why does wwe is he do they help guys like him or was he not working for them long enough to be one of the ends to get some medical help because like dude he gave his heart and soul and body to the business just like every wrestler has 
him especially. This guy should not be in this kind of pain. He is not a WWWFer. He's not a WWE. He's not. He's his time in the in the Fed was very limited. His claim to fame is Japan and WCW. That's where it is, guys. So, as far as you know, when the nostalgia and the bullshit with the you know the Hall of Fame, Terry Funk. Oh my God, you know. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time. I got a chance to work with him. It was awesome. But the bottom line is that the WWE doesn't take care of their wrestlers, doesn't take care of people who put out, doesn't take care of the Hall of Famous, obviously. So, I mean, you feel bad. But in the same sense, okay, Terry Funk did wrestle until his 50s and 60s. I think he wrestled in the 70s. Right. Knowing him, he probably has. Right. I mean, so you talk about it's great the longevity. And I remember doing the Memphis Memory Show in 1995, and he did a moonsault. <laughs> he goes, man, he was 55 years old when he did that moonsault. Moonsault in 55. So you're talking 95, 205, 215, 20. He's got to be in his 70s. So 70 and your body's falling apart, but you never, you know, you think, I'll give you a perfect example, guys. The Rock and Roll Express, they're still going. They're still going. When it's time for them to shut down, what kind of pain do you think Ricky Morton and and his partner are going to be in? A lot. A lot. A lot, yeah. And, you know, and, and they're wrestling not only just to wrestle, but they're wrestling. They're still, that's, that's pretty much their shoot jobs and they're, they're doing their thing. Yeah. And some guys don't know when to walk away or cut back. And these guys are still wrestling full matches in the NWA. They're still going to these bookings. They're still trying to do shows. Guys. Yeah, and, it's, and it's, it's hard. To, you know, health insurance is expensive when you don't have an employer paying for it. And, I just feel I, bad when I when I see stuff and hear stuff like that, and you know guys are in pain. I mean, we had um, Rusty Brooks just passed away. You remember Rusty Brooks? He was an enhancement talent for the WWE and uh, very well-known in the Florida area, very well-liked man, you know, not, nothing ever bad said. But he was in his 40s, and he passed away. Wow, so WWE, young. And he wrestled, you know, I believe he wrestled exclusively on the old WWF tapings. Rusty Brooks, everybody look it up. I think he was a mainstay on WWF taping. So, guys, it does happen. You know what I mean? But you've got to learn to take care of yourself. Everybody says, Vito, how do you look the way you look? I take care of myself exclusively, explicitly. I'm different. I'm I'm a different cat. So, yeah, dude, you look like you're in your 30s. Exactly. That's the whole secret of it. Found yeah. the youth. You found it. I, I always knew it was it. down. It was in, it's in Florida. I knew it was in Florida. Didn't Ponce de Leon or somebody like that find it in Florida? Now, here's the, here's, the, here's the skinny of it, right, guys? I'm not a millionaire. I live a comfortable life. I take care of myself. I do all the right things. 
I might not have the means to do what I really want to do, but I handle business. Vince McMahon, he's a multi-billionaire, right? He was very, very um, vain about his look, his physique, his, you know, his charisma. And you see him on WWE TV today, and he looks like a bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, and it happened, like, Instant. relatively quickly. Like, right? Yeah. So, goes to show, you know, calm as a bitch. When you do bad, you get bad. When you do good, you get good. And when you don't share the wealth with people who put you in that position, and all the people, all the, all of my comrades who have fallen to bad health, guess who's getting the juju? Vince. There you go. Vince is getting the karma. All right. Vito, Sammy Guevara, now kayfabe, like in storyline, quit the inner circle on Dynamite this past week. Right. Then today we had some interesting news. If this is real, right? Dirt sheet guys report this, so always take it with a grain of salt. But um, they were part of the angle with him quitting the inner circle. And I think it was Jericho and Tony Khan saying, hey, you should go act like you're going to show up in Impact and you're leaving AEW, the inner circle, and you're going to work at Impact and we'll, we'll, we'll get you on their TV to do an angle. It seemed like everything was all fine and dandy. And then leading into the taping, he wasn't happy with something and supposedly was texting TNA or Impact people. Next thing you know, Sammy Guevara is going home. He ain't doing Impact. And you heard rumors about it hurt the relationship with AEW and Impact. I found out I don't think that's the case, but it seems like there's some creative issues. Vito, shouldn't wrestlers, especially as young as Sammy Guevara, trying to make a name for themselves, do what the veterans tell you and not try to go or is he protecting his character if it indeed was something stupid or bad what do you think with these rumors if it's true if they're true with sammy guevara what's your take on it from your professional opinion sammy guevara got to hang out and be in the top angle with chris jericho he got treated way too early to that superstar lifestyle he quit the he quit um the Jericho team, and then he did his angle. Now, without Jericho, Sammy Guevara is a C or B player. He ain't in the top 10. He ain't even in the top 20, okay? He goes to Impact. They were probably going to job him out, okay? And they were probably going to do something with him. So from what I got from the from WrestleZone, was that Jericho was the one who gave an idea to Tony, Tony yep. called Impact, right? And Jericho told Gravaro, don't even bother going, just go to hell home. That's that's correct. Okay, so he pissed somebody off. He's shitting somebody's Cheerios. His push in his era has come to an end. You know why? Because when you're giving too much, too young, and you're not ready for it, and you have too much to say, well, my character and my this, hey, I have a feeling you're making close to six figures. Ain't nobody going to pay you that kind of money in the wrestling business. And if WWE signs you, you're signing for 50 grand a year. Make them earn it. Make them pay their dues. I promise you, 
You're not making six and seven figures. Sammy Gravatt, you're a nice-looking kid. You got you, you have a lot to learn in the wrestling business. Your moves and cleaning up and, you know, making your craft look legit and not sloppy and not hurting people. You know, and I, I take it with a grain of salt when Dirt Sheets report it. So we'll continue to see how this develops. Yes. And we'll know based on what he's used on how he's used on TV. So if if at all if he disappears, then we know it's and legit. Know. Do you want to know who the biggest surprise is? Who's that? I watched Jack Hager, Jack Swagger, yeah, against uh, Waldo, Waldo on on AEW. Jack Swagger was supposed oh, to be oh Wardlow. Wardlow, okay. Yeah, the MJF's guy, yeah. Right. Now, Jack was supposed to be this indestructible force from MMA, okay? And he, and he's another one who's put with the Jericho boat. We'll put it through called the Jericho boat, right? That's a good name for it. The Jericho boat. And he was training before he got there. He was in prime shape. He looked good. He had an MMA fight. He was doing his thing. Since he's been there, his body has looked nothing like this stuff. He stopped training. He did that one MMA fight against that guy who... Wasn't it a fat guy or a chubbier guy? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) It was a fat guy who could throw. He had no wrestling skills. And Jack is an an All-American NCAA champion. He didn't have the gas in his tank. He barely got by this guy. And when I saw him, you know, um, do the favor for Waldo, I, I I was like, are you kidding? And it was, a, if you guys watch, it was very slow, lethargic. Jack Swagger had no speed. It looked terrible. Dude, I've noticed that on a lot of the older guys there. And either the younger people or the newer generations too fast. Or they just don't give a crap, and it's party city down there, and it's nobody's party tra- city. Nobody is doing their training. I yeah. promise you. Jack Swagger was a he was at Batista's gym doing the Gracie School. He was training down there. He went into his first MMA fight. He got through it. He looked in prime shape. Came on. He came on um, AEW. Jericho compl- um, gave him the title, the most dangerous man. In our sport, indestructible. He is the man to be. When he beat John Moxley, no, when he lost to John Moxley, lost. and Moxley out wrestled him. That was the turning point for his career, right there. There was no way John Moxley going to out wrestle Jack Swagger. No way. Something happened, Vito. Those first three months of AEW, it seemed like they everybody took it a little more seriously. I enjoyed it. Right around the turn of 2020 last year, up until now, there it's it's a party city down there. It's a train wreck. You know, you know, like do you know like LeBron has the banana boat, Jericho has his boat. Yeah, and that's literal. It's, Figuratively and literally. Exactly. Dude, this topic, this is the big veto topic. So we know Nia Jax loves her TikTok. Is her TikTok now making TV? On Raw last week, and this was after we did our show, she did the apron bump where she missed the leg drop and she 
fell her ass right onto the hard part of the apron. And she did the whole sell, you know, okay, props. But then she screamed, my hole, my hole, which trying to go, to me, trying to go viral with something she knew. You, I don't think you, do you think she really hurt herself and she was just really pissed that she did that and that was a natural thing that she said? Or is she just trying to get TikTok over on WWTV because she did it again on SmackDown? Now it's going to be like Lana going through the table over and over again. What's your take on your girl, Nia Jackson, or Hope? Guys. People are talking about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. In one of my tweets today, I wish Nia Jack a very happy Valentine's Day, right? I, everybody knows I love the TikToks, right? I'm a fan of a TikTok. She's just not in character. Yep. Now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. When she did the my whole thing, I thought it was the most disrespectful thing a woman can do on TV. And it just made not just her, but all women's wrestlers look cheap and cheesy. And they'll do anything to get over. Guys, my take on that, it was very disgusting. You don't do that. You don't say that. You know, when, um, who's the chick who's with uh, Ric Flair now? What's her Lacey name? Evans. Lacey Evans, right? Lacey Evans came in as a shoot, Marine, hard ass, kick your ass, beat your ass, tough chick, right? Yep. Because she's very pretty, they turned her into some fucking floozy and makes her look like a cheap hoe. A cheap hoe. That's you don't point. do that to your persona. They, she killed herself. Not to say, hey, you're working with Ric Flair, you're working on top. Once that's gone, what happens? Where do you go? No See, man's land. No I mean, man's I, land, right? Yeah. Nia Jack, they gave her another chance. And we covered Nia Jack exclusively here on Getting Color. When she had a title run when she was doing TikToks, when she stopped, when she did her title run, when she's doing her stuff now. You just don't, that's none of, Missy Hyatt, Medusa, um, Fabulous Moolah, um, Sensational Sherry, Wendy Richter. You said Moolah. Luna, right? What? You said Luna Vachon? Luna Vachon. Even Luna never did anything in my whole... Luna was just a shoot bitch. And so just, she would fuck you up. Yeah. But when you see these cheap pops, oh, my whole, you know? and it, It's for social media. That's why they did it. I understand. Nia Jack, if you ever listen, you're better than this. You're better than this cheap stuff. Be a force. Be a frigging... Be a man eater. Be a killer in there. Be that thing I see that you have the potential to be. Get off social media and wrestle. Be I'm a monster, sorry. like you know Yokozuna, which I think is related to her yeah, some way. And you saw how he did that character, larger than life. And yeah, he had his problems and stuff and and health issues. But 
God, look look at your own family and get advice, Naya, right? You would think, I mean, and a lot of people, rumors have it, the only reason she's kept her job is because she's related to The Rock. But related or not, everybody's in line to get fired. Yeah, it's true. If they could fire Stone Cold Steve Austin, they could fire Kurt Angle, they could fire Bret Hart, they could fire Hulk Hogan, they could fire Nia Jack. Oh, yeah. Yep. Clean up your act, Nia. You're better than this. You heard don't it, Nia. Listen to cheap, yep. Don't be cheap. Earn it. Listen, listen to Big Vito. I'm telling you. Now, Vito, main event time. Main event time. We're, we're talking back to Twitter. This Twitter, like, what? CM Punk hasn't been in the business for six years plus. Right. He's uh, he failed UFC, even though he cashed in on it for two matches and got ridiculous money to get his ass kicked. But he's saying, hey, now granted, this seems like a kayfabe thing. I could take Austin in seconds if I would have wrestled him back in 2013, 2014. One, two, three. GTS, one, two, three. And, of course, Austin bites, you know, because Austin does the podcast. So maybe in Austin's mind, he's setting up a podcast with Punk. Is this what wrestling has come to? When you have to rely on social media, you become bitches, okay? Let me tell you something. CM Punk, back in the day, was never a tough guy, never a shooter, never known to be tough. And I'm not saying he's not tough, okay? But in the dressing room and in the wrestling business, You either are or you're not. Stone Cold was known as a tough guy. Now, in the ECW days when I was coming through, we always used to talk what would happen in a shoot, legit shoot. Big Vito against Skull Von Crush against Stone Cold Steve Austin or Stunning Steve back then. And that was a legit question. Yeah. You know, I'm not portraying myself to be the toughest guy in the business. I never, I'm not saying that. But when it came to being a tough motherfucker, you didn't find anybody better. And if you tried to blow me up, you weren't doing it. If you tried to out-wrestle me, you weren't out-wrestling me. If you tried to do anything, I could back up my fucking smack talk with the best of them. Okay? CM Punk and today today I seen they were going back and forth. Oh, ho, I'm a millionaire. You know, hey, I'm a millionaire. Hey, let's fucking rub each other's balls and make make some drama. You know what? I got Playing into social media. Right. <laughs> Stone Cold selling, you know, the Skull Ranch and doing his thing. And Punk's going to be in a series, a TV series for stars. He's actually going to be acting in a thing called Heels exclusively on stars. So they love to get attention when things like this I are. Get attention. Guys, I got to tell you, if, if, if I had a chance to, to, to wrestle – Stone Cold and begin and have a shoot, it would be a hell of a match. I'm telling you, but it would be fucking legit. It's just like me wanting to wrestle, me shooting on Dan Severn, or me going against guys, or me wrestling Japan guys, and just saying, okay, I want to fucking see how good you are. Me pinning Mizawa, not giving a shit who the fuck he was. I didn't care. But guys, when you're known to be a tough guy, and you're known to be that, you don't just come out and say, yeah, in three seconds, I would be. Bro, you can kiss my ass. You couldn't fucking beat me. And I'm fucking saying it here. There wasn't a fucking time of day anybody's going to kick my fucking ass wrestling. 
There you have it, right there. There you have it. What a show, Vito. Always great doing Getting Color and listening to your perspective on these topics and sharing it with your brand, with No DQ. You got anything in closing to say? Any comments on Bad Bunny leading the WWE merchandise sales, yet Raw, the show that he is on, is tanking in ratings? Or you want me to do is the it, plugs? Is it my is it my eyes when guys are leading leading the pack in merchandise sales? They are not the best wrestlers. Enzo. Uh, Enzo. Enzo was fucking rocking it. I'm not saying he was the worst wrestler. He, he sold really well, like a rag doll, like a like a manager, Bobby Heenan type thing. Enzo was making money for the WWE. They just didn't like the fact that he was getting over on his own, and they didn't. He didn't need them. He needed their platform. Yeah, but he didn't need them. You know, it's a shame. You see this bad bunny guy, guys. This is like total garbage. There's no no disrespect to this man. No disrespect to his music. I believe he's a he's a rapper. Yeah, and he's got a following. I mean, it's, he's got it's, a following. it's no today. It's twenty twenty one. No disrespect to you at all, but when it comes to wrestling, I understand TV and social media and everything has changed. But hey, great that you're making money. Great that your merch is selling. Great that you're doing good. But when it comes to the wrestlers who paved the way. It just it just ain't happening in my book. Yeah. They might get a spot at WrestleMania. That's nuts. And ain't that something. Now, that says something for all the guys who've been wrestling all year and been doing the road trips and going overseas and doing that back in the day. And when somebody comes in who didn't pay a lick of dues and goes to WrestleMania. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. Uh, the, Vince McMahon's always pulled in the celebrity to take a spot at Mania. I mean, that's kind of... That's always happened, but the celebrities have gotten worse over time to where they have their fans that know who they are, but like people like you and me, like Bad Bunny, what, who, what? Remember back in the in the day when he used to have all the celebrities come on, mm-hmm. right? And you used to watch just to see what celebrity, what movie star was going to be on. That was made it intriguing about WrestleMania, right? Today, you don't get that. You just, it's the same old shit, you know? And I said it, you know, you know, they brought back Carlito. He could have, they could have put him on a pedestal to be the next Razor Ramon and be, have something. They, they, they dropped the ball, right? They're talking about uh, Brock Lesnar coming back or Drew McIntyre against, against Goldberg. That was such a dead match. It did, it didn't have the oomph. Yeah, Edge and Christian. I proposed that Christian thing, you know, with Edge. You know, when Edge cash in on NXT, that he proclaimed his love for the Rourke with all the young talent, and then freaking Christian running in and uh, Christian Edge, you know, WrestleMania. That's that's something you'd want to see. Dude, Guys, that, I, NXT needs anything. Spice it up. Like I wasn't right, even interested. I was not even interested to watch that show tonight. I, guys, I, and and this is the truth, guys, and this is the big veto truth. I don't watch wrestling. I catch it on the highlights. Yeah. I scan. I see the Twitter feeds. I watch the stuff. You know, that's how I'm up to knowledge on things. But if you think I'm going to waste my life 
or waste my time watching wrestling every week. You're out of your fucking minds. Well said, Vito, as always. So you can follow Vito, everybody, over on Twitter at the Big Vito Brand. You can follow me at no DQ underscore virtue. Be sure to go to Patreon. I believe it's patreon.com slash the Big Vito Brand. I believe that's what it is. That's it. And, of course, right here, the, the website of all websites, thebigvitobrand.com. That's it, Vito. Another great show. And um, we'll close it up so Noelle can do her thing and get the audio out. And I can post it over on No DQ. So, everybody, for Big Vito LaGrasso. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. What's up? Did Aaron Riff give you anything for Valentine's Day? No, but he, I mean, him and his girl probably schmoozing it up and stuff and going on nature hikes. It up all hard work and then freaking getting chocolates on our labor, right? And that bitch Riff, he didn't do nothing, but he's got the whip, boy. He's whipped. Dude, he was worried all week. His ratings on his channel were down across the board. He ain't got the B-I-G-V and the L-O-G and Virtue on. And then, and well, and then Smack, SmackDown had its lowest since the Thunderdome. And then so he's like, nobody in general was watching wrestling. Everybody was down. So that's was, that was his conclusion, and he felt a little bit better. No, no, no. So. I wouldn't make him feel better. His girl right, is running friggin' no DQ now. Lucky he's allowed to take phone calls. I yep. mean, you know, his... His, you know, his set is in her purse now. And I, I just, I think it's disgusting. Hi, we're snowboarding. Hi, we love nature. Bitch, you're fucking freezing your ass off. Go ahead and say it. Have a set. Tell her you're freezing. Move to Florida where it's fucking 80. I'm sure there's pictures over on Facebook of their Valentine's dinner and all that good I'm stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure. And we, what did we have? Nothing. Nothing. Well, you at least were in Disney, so. I, I, uh, I mean, you that's because I got the brand and I'm taking care of peeps and I got to take care of my wife. You know what I mean? So, I mean, she reaped the benefits. You know, Noelle does all the production. She does the editing. She does that. I got to take care of my main players. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't mean I like her or I'm in love like Rip, but I got to take care of my main players here at the brand. Well said, Vito. Awesome well show. Well awesome said. show. And you know what, everybody? We'll do this thing again next time. So, thanks for watching on Twitch. Thanks for listening on Anchor. For Big Vito LaGrasso, I am Virtue. This has been Getting Color on the BigVitoBrand.com. Yeah. Please stand by for an important announcement from Big Vito LaGrasso and the Big Vito Brand. Yo, Big Vito is back on Patreon. That's right, Patreon.com slash the Big Vito Brand. All new shows. All new behind-the-scenes footage, all new photos. Join up today, the Big Veto Brand family on Patreon. <laughs>